6. I'm Mike Boyle, and this is the Restaurant Show on Newstalk 710 KNUS. Back for the second hour. Hope you uh, enjoyed my recap in the last hour of our tremendously successful taste of Douglas County. I've uh, got a number of things to go. 1971. Um, Broncos play tonight. Yeah. Second uh, preseason game, second exhibition game. They are out in San Francisco playing the 49ers. Of course, they got beat a week from yesterday in Arizona on a, what was it, a last-second two-point conversion, I guess. I did not watch the game. I do like watching the Broncos, but preseason, just not quite there yet when it comes to those games. Uh, Probably watching a little bit of Rockies baseball, maybe a little bit of MLB, Major League Baseball Network, uh, catching a regional game if it happens to be the Dodgers or uh, maybe another good game. So anyway, 303-696-1971. A week ago today, we were at Rosie's Ice Cream Parlor up on 44th Ave, 44th and Yates. It is owned by Steve Longman. He is really just a nice man. You know what? Um, We were at the Inside Scoop Creamery in Littleton on Memorial Day weekend, Prince just off of Main Street. And, uh, you know, we had a nice crowd. A lot of people walking around historic Littleton and uh, had a nice crowd. But, you know, that Berkeley neighborhood, it's a little farther north. It's a little bit out of the way. We did have some nice, nice people come by. Uh, I want to thank them for stopping by. And uh, he shares the spot with Devil's Cup Coffee. Devil's Cup Coffee has a coffee outlet right next door to his Littleton location. But at 44th and Yates, Devil's Cup Coffee has the spot, and he is actually inside serving his wonderful homemade ice cream. And, boy, it really is good stuff. But you know what? It was last Saturday. had a little bit of a cold, a little bit tired. But he is just such a nice man, and his ice cream is so good if you're out wandering around either up in the Berkeley neighborhood or over in Littleton. Stop over and see Steve Longman at Inside Scoop in Littleton or Rosie's in, well, it's Denver. Yeah, Berkeley District of Denver. Um I'm in studio today. I'm in studio tomorrow. Uh, And then next weekend, I will be in studio. But a week from Wednesday will be the Dennis Prager Cigar Night at the View House Restaurant in Centennial. And um, those things are really enjoyable. Now, you know, I don't smoke cigars. You don't have to take up smoking cigars to hang out with Dennis Prager. I love listening to the man. He is so enjoyable, so intelligent, but he's so eloquent. But he's so also straightforward. You know, some people can be a little wishy-washy, but he is very, I mean, he's very outspoken on his ideas and principles and philosophy and where we should be going as a country. So if you'd like to go to that, it's on my website at MikeBoyle.com, but it's also on the KNUS website. Let's do this. Let's take a break. I've got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, talk about. I want to talk a little bit about television. You unwind. Somebody's got to find that after 4 o'clock. You know, we just did a spot for Taste of Philly, Taste of Philly cheesesteaks. Nice note from uh, a listener that um, has extensive restaurant 
background and was at the Taste of Douglas County. Great event last night. The Taste of Philly was awesome. They really represented their product well. That was our first choice. Our second choice was Courtyard Social. Very nice staff, great wings, carrot cake, and even oyster shooters. Our third choice was Black Eyed Pea. They're a wonderful pot roast, very friendly staff. Freddy's did a nice job with their custard, plus a good portion and great toppings. My wife really liked the band. Pepsi is always generous. So, anyway, uh, it was a fun, fun, fun event. I agree with uh, this gentleman's... uh, um, Assessment. I, I don't rate them. I don't eat at all of them. I'm, I'm not there to eat. I'm there to make sure the event comes off well. But uh, Martin Garvey at Taste of Philly always does a nice job. I've noticed a couple ads. They, uh, they've got about 16, 17 stores. Some of them are individually owned. Martin has four stores, one in Castle Rock, one in, uh, I beg your pardon, one in Parker, one in Highlands Ranch, Denver at Colfax and Kipling, and he's got a location in the Grange Food Hall at Arapahoe Road and I-25, but they're expanding. He's not the boss, but uh, I've noticed that if you think you want to get into the business, uh, it's a little bit of work, but um, you know what? There's some upside as well. We're going to interview Gary from Courtyard Social, I think, in the next segment. Uh, Nice guy to talk to. Uh, I thought they did a fabulous job. It's a wonderful addition to the Castle Rock dining scene. I told you I was going to talk about the keys to happiness. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to save that article and get into that tomorrow. I'm also going to interview Aletha from Crave. Jeff and Jaron Richard own Crave Real Burgers. They own the Old Stone Church. Started Crave and um, they had one in Highlands Ranch. They had one in Colorado Springs. When the leases ran out, uh, they were down to one. And they really want, they've got family down in Texas, and even though they're from here, uh, most of their family's down in the Houston area, so they went down and bought a house in Rockport, which is on the Gulf, and uh, Jeff bought himself a fishing boat, and uh, so they sold it to one of their employees named Aletha. Her dad helped her get into the business, and uh, so we're going to talk with her tomorrow. I think it's a nice story. They did a wonderful, listen, I had people come up to me, uh, if you missed the first hour, if you heard the first hour, forgive me for repeating myself, but say, boy, the peanut butter burger that they were serving from Crave, I mean, people were walking around running up to me and saying, have you tried the peanut butter burger from Crave? And I said, no, I really haven't. I wanted to get over there and try one, never did get to it, but uh, they were raving about what's going on at Crave. I just finished a book. I'm going to interview the authors this week. I think it's going to be an interesting interview. Doug Preston and Lincoln Child. Um, Doug Preston writes books on his own. Lincoln Child is the brother of Lee Child, you know, of Reacher fame. Uh, He writes a number of books on his own, but periodically they get together and write a book. They've got one coming out later this month called Dead Mountain. I, uh, of course, received it um, early because I'm special. Uh, Oh, shut up. I'm just kidding. But anyway, um, they know that they can get some publicity out of me. So I read it. I'm going to interview him this week. Uh, We'll record that and get it on for you next weekend. It was good. It uh, takes place down in the uh, mountains of New Mexico. And 
interesting story, and I'm, I'm going to ask him about this. They actually took a story from the mid-50s where nine mountaineers disappeared in Russia. They were hiking on a backpacking trip in the Ural, Ural, how do you pronounce U-R-A-L, Ural, Ural Mountains, and just flat disappeared. And um, so anyway, somewhere along the line, Doug and Lincoln knew about the story, heard about the story, was brought to their attention, and they created a novel around a story in New Mexico. I really enjoyed it. I like New Mexico. Their politics are almost as weird as ours, but but I, I do like I do like the country down there. The land of enchantment is absolutely beautiful. At the um, event, also, a lady that represents Pemba Sherpa. He owns Sherpa's Adventure Restaurant in Boulder. He's also from Nepal. I've had him on the air, and he is a, quote-unquote, real-life Sherpa from Nepal. Uh, migrated here because he thought that he could make more money and he could help the people back in his village. He's done very well. He was there at the taste, not only signing copies of his book, but passing out chai tea. Well, his representative, Ann West, has a husband named Jim. He apparently worked for quite a while for the USGS, um, United States Geological Service, map store, uh, helping hundreds of people find maps they wanted. And he wrote a book called Topo, T-O-P-O, The Stories Behind the Maps. And um, I'm going to read this. It's only about 120 pages. I asked him if I read it, would he like to be on the air? And he said no. (laughs) Wasn't looking for anything, wasn't looking for any publicity, trying to sell more books. But I thought that if I've, I've looked it over, and some of these are pretty neat stories. And I thought that uh, that would be some fun stories to share with you. You know, when you think about it, I, we just got a AAA store in Castle Rock. And I went to them. I said, I'm taking a driving trip. And rather than Google using, do you have any paper maps? And they said, oh, yeah, we still put out paper maps. We don't put out the travel guides anymore. But they put out maps. You know, a paper map really has so much information on it. All right, so let's do this. Let's go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, let's talk with Gary Mantelli of Courtyard Social. I don't care where you live. It's worth the visit right there on Perry Street in Castle Rock. We'll be back with Gary Mantelli on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. All right, welcome back to the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. This weekend is the first weekend after last Thursday's 21st annual Taste of Douglas County. You know what? We have a lot of establishments participate. We have a lot of wonderful companies that sponsor the show, and we have an awful lot of listeners that attend. It was a fabulous, fabulous event. It could not have been done without my next guest, Gary Mantelli. Gary Mantelli is the owner and operator of the brand-new Courtyard Social. 
It was a Siena restaurant for about 16 years in downtown Castle Rock, and the owner decided to move on. Gary, who is a Castle Rock resident, has a place at 16th and Glenarm in the old Kittredge building. We'll tell you about that in just a moment. But he said, I think I can do something here. He opened Courtyard Social. They've got the fabulous courtyard. They're doing absolutely wonderful, wonderful food. And I thought we would get him on and not only thank him for participating in the taste, but to tell you about his two restaurants as well. Gary Mantelli, welcome to the show. Well, thanks. Thanks for having me on. Well, you're welcome. Gary, when we sat down a little bit before the taste, I didn't realize that you were so sensitive. I I knew that you were a nice, (laughs) sensitive, caring guy. But, folks, i got to tell you the story. We did an interview when they were getting ready to open the Courtyard Social. And I said, okay, Gary said, now what do I need to be prepared for? And I said, Gary, just please don't say good morning because I might want to use it in Colorado Springs. I might want to use it in Denver in the afternoon. And so when we started the interview, what was the first thing you said, Gary? I said, good morning. (laughs) (laughs) He's a nice, pleasant, bubbly, effervescent guy. Gary, the Courtyard Social has taken Castle Rock by storm. And not only is it taken Castle Rock by storm, but you know what? I remember, listen, I moved to Castle Rock in May of 1990. Castle Rock was a town that people from Colorado Springs people from Denver, going north, going south, went through it 100 miles an hour trying to get to their destination. We have become a destination town. And not only Courtyard Social, but Block and Bottle, Union Bistro. How about Great Divide, the biggest restaurant in Castle Rock measured by volume, the Rock Yard Brewery. It's really changed the dynamic of Castle Rock, and you're a big part of that. Are you having fun having a restaurant now going on two months in Castle Rock. You know, we're having a ball and it's it's been, you know, everything we hoped for and to just invite, you know, people from Castle Rock and the surrounding areas in and show them what we've been up to and, you know, uh, you know, get to, you know, hang out with them more than anything. It's just been it's just been wonderful. So we couldn't be happy, any happier. You know, Jeff Richard, uh, who used to own Crave Real Burgers and was a talented chef, he and his wife for 25 years owned the um, Old Stone Church on 3rd Street in Castle Rock. And upscale food. But he said that the biggest marketing the biggest, the best marketing thing he did was advertising on my show in Colorado Springs. He said he didn't realize how many people would drive up, especially the people that live in Monument, North Colorado sure. Springs, Briargate. Are you seeing people from Colorado Springs? Are you seeing people from 100%. Denver? How about- 100%. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, it's just such a nice, you know, meeting place in the middle. And, and uh, you know, you've got people who live down in the Springs or Denver and, you know, people who are friends, they they like to meet in Castle Rock and and they do their homework. They look at they look for new places to go and mm-hmm. new places to try. So as I'm, you know, bouncing around the restaurant and getting to learn, uh, you know, people's names and uh, a little bit about them, I learn oftentimes that they're 
traveling either up from the Springs or down from Denver. You know, I think it's important. You know, we call it touching the tables in the business, Gary. Um, Listeners, if people will come around, and that's why when I interview a restaurateur, a lot of people will say, um, well, would you like to talk to my chef? No, I want to talk to you because the owner to me, their title is also director of marketing. And they're the ones that touch the tables and they're the ones that want to tell you about their background and want to know who you are and where you come from because that's what turns it from a place to eat into a hospitality business, Gary. 100%. Yes, I agree. Gary, you've got an extensive corporate background. Uh, Red Robins, Village Inn, uh, you were with the Tavern Restaurant Group as their CEO. Um, talk a little bit about what made you decide, other than the fact that just about everybody that's ever worked in a restaurant either A, wants out of the industry or wants to own <laughs> their own restaurant. What made you decide to go from being a guy that got a check twice a month to a guy that was creating checks? Yeah, you know, that's a great question. We, uh, we, my wife and I, Leah, we both spent a lot of time in the restaurant business. I'll and tell you what, too. Uh, let me tell you something, Gary. I've met Leah. You married up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she's, well, she's precious. She's precious. And I, I, I always say I'll never win the lottery because you can't be that lucky twice. So. That's right. Um, Go ahead. Yep. And so we, you know, she's my motivator and she's my pusher. She's the one that keeps me moving and you know she said gary you you've been doing this for so many people you know corporate folks for so long mm-hmm. and wh- why don't you do it for you and you know I, I i took that to heart and as i was getting a little bit older in life i said, better do it now well and so i we think and i think it's important because i think it's nice to have a spouse that yes. says Boy, it's fun to go into the restaurant and everybody knows the owner and all of that type of stuff. But you know what? At some point, that spouse has to be supportive enough to realize that, honey, we can't go out on Valentine's Day. That's when we make our money. We can't go out on New Year's Eve like everybody else. Now, you can go out the day after Valentine's Day and every restaurant in America will be happy to see you. But sure. we there's certain days that we just can't be us. We have to be. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and, and yeah. that's something that sometimes people don't think about. Well, Leah, Leah's spin on that, and I've adopted it because I agree with her. Is on those days and most days, to be honest, she doesn't go to work. She doesn't run a shift. She doesn't manage people. She hosts a party. Mm-hmm. Every single day in yep. these restaurants, and yeah, and, and, the, and the nice thing about host, the nice thing about hosting the party, as opposed to your house, is you have a cleanup crew to take care of everything when it's over. <laughs> That's Gary, right, Gary. That's we're, right. we're talking with Gary Mantelli from the Courtyard Social. Did a wonderful job at the um, at the Taste of Douglas County Oyster Shooters. We've never had oysters at the Taste of Douglas County. Carrot cake that will absolutely flat blow you away if you go to the Courtyard Social. Give the listeners an appetizer and an entree uh, that if they come to the Courtyard Social in Castle Rock, you would suggest. You know that if you could just get it in front of them, if you can just get it in their mouth, you know you've got them. How about an appetizer, including that weird well, one? <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what, the, the pokey nachos. Are they're that I, fabulous? They are, and I know you've had them. You, <laughs> they are amazing. 
pokey. They really Not are. Yours. All right. All right. So that's your go-to. And you maybe didn't hear me uh, cast a little bit of an exper- a dispersion, uh, aspersion on one of them. Um, how about the weird appetizer? Yeah, you're you're talking about our <laughs> chorizo bacon wrap date, uh, which sounds pretty interesting. And, you know, I think it's one of those things you go, well, I'm not really sure uh, what that's going to do. And then when you get the flavor profiles, because you've got this spicy <sighs> chorizo, and I don't know who doesn't love bacon, you know. Uh, and then you got the sweet from the dates in this just wonderful, you know, house-made marinara. And it just it, it is just an explosion of flavors and in a good way. And uh, I think people sometimes are a little uh, reluctant to try different and new things, and then they try it. And and I, I'm the kind of guy, I'm like, look, if you don't like it, it's on me. And I, I haven't bought any yet. So uh, I, I think people just really, really uh, get behind them, and it's just something new and different. And, and we sell a lot of them. And you know what, uh, listeners, I have not tried them yet, but uh, I'm getting closer. Okay, so <laughs> so Gary on an entree. A lunch or dinner entree. Uh, yeah. I I had a Reuben sandwich on an Einstein's Everything Bagel, and I Correct. love Einstein's Everything Bagel, and I can eat it with just plain cream cheese and really really enjoy it. But when I had the Reuben sandwich with it, you know, because I was afraid, Gary, to be honest with you, I was afraid the bread may dominate something like that. Sure. Uh, but it was really good. Uh, so I've talked about that. What's an entree that you kind of steer people to? Well, you know, we we do a, a prime rib dinner that we then take and shave prime rib into a prime rib dip. And uh, that is one of my favorite things because we're putting – uh, this delicious prime rib that we house smoke in the restaurant every single day. And, you know, with the delicious au jus and uh, we saute onions that we put on top of that with, you know, some awesome uh, cheese. And it, it's just really, really a great flavor. Uh, if you like smoked meats, man, you, you just can't get over how well that works together. Uh, and, you know, I've I've had some people tell me that, you know, they, they, they'll come in for it, they'll take it home, they'll just be driving by and they got to stop and get one. And I, I think that's what you start to know that, you know, people are really enjoying something when they're thinking about it, they're craving it before they even get there. So that's, that's one I really enjoy. You're, you're giving me, and we're coming up on a break, so we might have to hold you over if that's okay yeah. for a minute or two. No problem. But... I'm not sure I completely understood that. Uh, I certainly understand fresh racks of prime rib. That's the way you're supposed to eat prime rib. That's the way you're supposed to order it. That way you're getting today's prime rib. But, Gary, hold with me, and I want you to explain that dish a little further when we come back. All right, we're going to take a break and come back with Gary Mantelli from the Courtyard Social on The Restaurant Show. Could be holding you tonight. All right, welcome back. We are back with Gary Mantelli, extensive restaurant background. Red Robin, Village Inn, the Tavern Restaurant Group in Denver as the CEO, decided to go off on his own. Opened a place down at 16th and Glenarm, right on the 16th Street Mall in the historic Kittridge Building. Uh, Gary, what's the name of that restaurant? So that's West 
Saloon and Kitchen. All right, West Saloon and Kitchen. It used to be Marlowe's for 36 years. Uh, Gary knows the restaurant and building owner, Phil Roberts. And I'll tell you something, folks. When I was inducted into the Colorado Restaurant Hall of Fame, I mentioned Phil Roberts in my induction speech because I'm just going to tell you something. This guy is the consummate restaurateur. He's more a landlord now. He's more into the real estate. But this guy started Pencom Services Sells. He's written books on restaurant marketing. I mean, this guy is really, really. And I would tell people when I owned the restaurant, if somebody would call up and say, I've got an idea. I've got something that I think will help you. I've got a service that I think will really uh, take your business to the next level. And I would say, uh, I'd like to come and meet with you. And I would say, all right, uh, who's doing it? And if they would would say, uh, you know, a little corner taco shop or a little corner pastry store, I'd say, can you send me the information? If they said Phil Roberts is doing it at his four restaurants, I'd say you come on over here, and the sooner you can get here, the better I'm going to like it because uh, he was that good. But that's the building that they're in right at 16th and Glen Arm, a historic building. And now we're talking about Courtyard Social in Castle Rock, whether you're in Colorado Springs or Denver, easy to meet. If you're down at the DCPA, go to West. But if you're passing through Castle Rock, whether you're going north, going south, Courtyard Social. We we wrapped up that last segment, Gary, by talking about a you, you shave prime rib, and when you say dip, do you mean like a French dip sandwich? You didn't mean like a. Go ahead and can you take me through that just a yeah. little bit, a little bit more? Yeah, no, that's exactly what we've created is a prime rib French dip sandwich. Uh, okay, so okay, we are shaving it and thinly shaving it and we keep it more towards the uh, rare side uh, to medium at max and really when that sandwich presents it's nice and has a nice red center in it Um, the cheese is nice and melted on top of it and um, uh, then like I was mentioning we put the sauteed grilled onions on it with a little bit of a Mm, red mm, wine mm. uh, red wine base and it is it's just phenomenal and you know, our chef, you know, he won't share the, how he makes his au jus. I wish he would, because I'd like to know. Because uh, it's, it's a little bit thicker than most of au jus, so it sticks right to that bun, the hoagie, and to the meat in a way that uh, is just, you know, uh, you just want it to. It's just just a lot, a lot of good uh, smoky flavor. You, Gary, you are a little bit more. Uh, restaurant owners, listeners, can tend to be a little bit autocratic. They can tend to be a little bit uh, dictatorial. But I, if, if, if that is the case, I'm going to say, Gary, you are a little bit more of a benevolent dictator. Because I will tell you this, that anybody that ever worked for me, if they came to me with any recipe and we really liked it, if we really thought it was sell, It was written down on paper, and from that point on, it was mine. It could be yours when you (laughs) left, but we're going to keep it. And you know what? That that actually led to some funny stories one time. I remember being in a restaurant, and they said, um, the blue cheese, um, a customer said to me, the blue cheese isn't as good as yours at your restaurant. And I said, well, that's funny because they're using my recipe. And so, <laughs> you know, a lot of that imitation is the highest form of flattery. I mean, you've given me some good stuff to try. Talk about your carrot cake at the, oh, uh, man. you know, is carrot cake has got to be one of the biggest selling desserts 
via Costco and Sam's Club in the world. Sure. And I think everybody likes carrot cake. Don't you agree? I do. Um, I, I think that uh, carrot cake is also one of those things that sometimes people have a low expectation of because it's not always done very well. And so they'll sometimes shy away from that. And what I've done And, with and by the way, I'm, I'm sorry, yeah. let me interrupt. But yeah. when I talk about Costco or even Volmer's or other major suppliers, uh, Bonesire's Dutch Bakery in Colorado Springs, it can be done institutionally and be very good. But oh, yeah. you have a recipe that you make at Courtyard Social and makes yours a little bit unique. So if you touch on that. Yeah, you know we we uh, we have a couple of things that we do a little bit different. Uh, we add we add some uh, cheesecake, or sorry, uh, cream cheese uh-huh. and sour cream, which gives it this just really rich flavor and, and moist. And then, yeah. Oh, big time! And then on top of that, you know, outside of the carrot cake itself, that we add pineapples to and and nuts to. We also put like these carrot curls on it so that's kind of our spin and then we bake them all in-house and you know we're baking we, we get eight eight slices out of a cake and we're baking eight cakes a day and uh, uh it's about all we have room for and and uh the next morning it's one of the first things i noticed that zeroed out because we we ran out we go through it I'll and bet- um and, and uh, it's pretty impressive. And Gary, I, whether it's prime rib or carrot cake, I think that there's some things that if you're going to do them and if you're going to do them fresh, you need to do them that day. And right. you know what? I don't want to eat yesterday's prime rib. Absolutely not. not. And, and not when we're talking about a sandwich that's got an au jus and so forth. But. If I'm going out for a prime rib dinner, I want that rack cooked that afternoon. If I'm going out for a carrot cake that a restaurant like Courtyard Social wants to be known for, and it seems like you are becoming known for it because a lot of people are calling up and uh, showing up and just taking a couple home. And maybe they're grilling grilling on the barbecue, but they want Gary's uh, carrot cake for dessert. that's, That's true. We've had that happen quite often, which is pretty cool. It's probably the most asked for to go item uh right now on our menu is carrot cake. <laughs> that's yeah. that's actually kind of funny. All right, yeah. so so what are the hours of the courtyard is it, it and I always like to you know some people say well on Monday this and on Tuesday that you're you're yep. lunch and dinner daily, right? Is that is that the easiest we way are. to put Lun- it? Yep, lunch and dinner daily, open at 11, uh close at 11 o'clock at night. Um and the only the only changes we open at 10 on Saturday and Sunday because we do feature brunch. All right. And talk about the brunch very briefly, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. Brunch, um, brunch and breakfast is just hot. I mean, uh, people want is. their and breakfast. They want their brunch. Go ahead. Yeah, we, and, you know, we, we just really wanted to try to create something that we, we could serve to, you know, anyone. And, and we have, you know, we have a, a two-egg traditional dill all the way up to, uh, green chili skillet to a carne asada skillet, which you know are all things that people really enjoy. And um, we we have a, a tomato florentine, which is amazing uh, breakfast that uh, guests really enjoy. And and we have a lot of things like French toast and cookies and cream French toast and things that you know blow people away. Very sweet and savory type breakfast that uh, 
uh, we've had a lot of great success with, and I think we're becoming a little more known for it. I, I see our patios, especially on Saturday and Sunday, starting a lot earlier. So I, I, I see people starting to make their way over, which is great. It, it, brings, it brings two questions to mind. First of all, I think that brunch is probably one of the harder meals. If you take brunch, breakfast, lunch, late night, I think it's one of the menu uh, one of the menus that's a little bit more difficult to establish. Are you seeing that? But it's working well. Are you growing? Yeah, no, I I, I am seeing that, and we are growing. It's uh, you know I think like everything else, it's just you only do it two days a week, so it's preparation and it's really you know having a good plan before the doors kick open on how you're going to execute and never taking it for granted. Because you just don't do it enough, and you have to be ready. All right. And the last question, and I'll let you go. Gary Mantelli, the Courtyard Social in downtown Castle Rock. Um, talk about the courtyard. And, and uh, folks, you know, is, folks, this is good a patio courtyard dining. Dog-friendly, right, Gary? Dog-friendly, yes, absolutely. But talk about uh, it. You know what? We, we wanted to make it comfortable, so what we did was... You know, we, we added uh, all new furniture, all that good stuff. I put an uh, umbrella on every single table so you could kind of use it to your, you know, liking and how you wanted to be shaded or not shaded. And it really allows itself for uh, opportunity for even some bigger groups. We put some bigger tables on there that we can push together. So mm. if you're out with your family and you want to enjoy the outside air, it, it works out great. And sort of the way it's built, the, the, the building sort of, adds a natural uh, helpful element in that you know the sun sort of sets a little earlier so the evenings are just really enjoyable you know you really don't have that that super hot heat that you might get at other places i like to go in the afternoon because uh, the way the patio is situated folks you get the morning sun before it just gets baking but then by two three o'clock in the afternoon it has moved west enough that it's getting behind the building and yeah. it's still a beautiful, beautiful, comfortable afternoon. Uh, what about uh, what about happy hour or any of those type of things? You doing any of that stuff, Gary? Yeah, we are. We do that Monday through Friday. Okay. Uh, we start at 2.30. We want to start a little bit earlier so that people have an opportunity to enjoy it. And uh, that goes till 5 o'clock. Um, and, you know, I think the, the folks that live down there and the locals are, are enjoying the, the things that we have to offer. We do food and beverages and, uh, you know, a little bit of something for everybody. I like, I like as Alan Jackson says, whether it's 2.30, 3, 3.30, o'clock at uh, Courtyard Social, it's always 5 o'clock somewhere. All right. That's uh, right. Hey, Gary, thanks an awful lot for your participation in the taste. Congratulations yeah. on your... Um, on your meteoric um, uh, reception in Castle Rock. Folks, they do a great job, and I think that whether you go with the appetizer, the entree, the dessert, I think you'll really enjoy it. Gary, I'll see you soon. I'm going to have that uh, prime rib dip sandwich, all right? Let's do it. And I'm going to try one of the bacon wrapped, all right? Thanks, buddy. You got it. All right, we're right, going to take a break on the mic. All right, it is 4.53, coming up on at 5 o'clock is the Randy Corcoran Show. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow with another show from 10 o'clock until noon. I like to take calls on Sunday. 
Jason and Eileen Brown, two of the nicest people you will ever meet, own 10 Jersey Mike stores from Castle Rock up into the Denver metro area. And uh, they gave me a stack of free sub sandwich cards. I think Jersey Mike's does great sub sandwiches. And uh, so tomorrow... I'm going to give uh, everybody that calls, goes on the air, contributes to the show. That's a requirement. Not just, hey, I want some of that free stuff. Um, they will get a couple of Jersey Mike sub sandwiches. I'll mail the cards. You go get the sandwich. I'm not going to mail you the sandwich. Uh, kind of a lame joke there if you know what I mean. But that's what we will be doing tomorrow. Also, um, I was talking a little bit earlier about a couple books. I got the new... Vince Flynn, Mitch Rapp novel. Vince Flynn, of course, died um, about about 10 years ago now, 47 years old, died of cancer. He was writing the Vince Flynn, Mitch Rapp novels, tremendously popular. Had about 12 or 13 of them out. The family hired a guy named Kyle Mills to take over. He has written seven, and the eighth, Code Red, which I am in the process of reading right now, will be available for purchase on September 12th. Uh, We've had Kyle on a number of times. We will get him on the weekend before. And also, uh, I've got a book club meeting at View House Restaurant in Centennial, Wednesday, September 20th. And uh, we're going to try to get him to appear virtually at that. I finally finished the television series Suits. Um, Really enjoyed it. I had never heard of it until July 4th. I was out in California. A friend of mine told me about it and started watching it. It's really, really very addictive. I really enjoyed the series. Eight seasons on Netflix, one on Prime Video, and... um, but there's there's been quite a there's quite a dispute because suits writers call out abysmal residuals as show racks up massive numbers on streaming services. Suits has seen a resurgence of interest on streaming, but writers aren't seeing that in their residuals. And uh, a good friend of mine has been a Hollywood very successful rewrite guy. For example, when Stallone does a movie, he calls my buddy Jim. And he says, Jim, uh, I just don't like some of the dialogue here. We clean it up. And Jim will take care of it. Uh, Yellowstone, uh, a character or two on Yellowstone. He is their favorite. And when they get ready to do a Yellowstone feature, when he gets the script, the actor will say, I'm going to give this to my guy Jim. Anyway, I called him up and I said, uh, he said, I don't belong to the union anymore he said i don't i just do it for a few individual guys guys that are on my speed dial but he was explaining about how the writers for these episodes would get 12 13 14 thousand dollars for one episode a 45 minute episode but then when it re-aired uh as it became popular again they'd get 300 400 450 dollars well to be perfectly honest with you they probably didn't expect anything after getting the initial round but then of course the world heard about Meghan markle and uh marrying into the royal family and blah 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 and um so it became very popular but uh he was explaining all of that to me and he is in the process of selling his home and moving so he said can you wait about a week or 10 days and i'll do i'll do a nice explanation on it i'll do a nice 
one-hour explanation um, on different movies and how it works. Because remember back when Sonny Bono was a congressman from California, and he said, geez, all these singers are singing these songs that are very popular, and they're playing over and over and over on radios. Well, now it's set up so that every time an artist's song plays, you know, Rod Stewart, Maggie Mae, it's got to be one of the most played songs ever, he'll get two and a half cents. So at any rate, Jim is going to uh, come on a future show and explain all of that for us. I think it'll be, I think it'll be really interesting. Um, all right, um, coming up tomorrow, we're going to talk about an article that my daughter sent me, The Keys to Happiness. It's not a new car, new house, new drapes, new couch, new clothes, more clothes, more vacations. It's, it's really a very interesting article. Of course, Dennis Prager has a happiness hour on the um, KNUS. And so we're going to talk about that. And we're going to meet the new owner of Crave Real Burgers and take your calls at 303-696-1971. All right, that's it for today. The music tells me we are out of time. Randy Corcoran coming up. Uh, Randy will take it away from 5 o'clock until 8 o'clock. And I will be back tomorrow with another restaurant show from 10 to noon on News Talk 710 KNUS. Have a good evening, everybody. Vaya con Dios. I'm Mike Boyle, and this is The Restaurant Show. Not a worry in a world of PBR on the way. Life is good today. Life is good today.